Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Breakfast with Mom. We are your hosts. I'm Shanoa. And I'm Sandra. What's going on, Mom? Um, the same old, same old. Same old, same old? Yep, still retired. Did you mow the yard? I mowed it last Friday, a week ago today. I mowed it. And, I mean, I mowed with the zero turn, push mower, and weed. Did you mow recently? Did someone mow recently? Uh, Pat Paul did yesterday. Okay, because it looks freshly mowed and it smells yeah. freshly mowed. Yeah, it was mowed. He mowed it. When I got home from taking the Zoe to get her hair done, yeah. it was, um, yeah. he was mowing. Yeah, it looks freshly mowed and it sure smelled it when we pulled up. I was like, uh, yeah. should have double, but that's okay. <laughs> I'll double up when I get home. You ready for today's story? Today, I want to tell you about the remarkable life and groundbreaking achievements of Ada Lovelace, the first computer programmer. Strap in and get ready for a journey through history, innovation, and the visionary mind of Ada Lovelace. Ada was born Augusta Ada Byron in London, England in 1815. Ada Lovelace was destined to become a trailblazer in the world of technology, her story is one of determination, brilliance, and the relentlessness pursuit of knowledge. Ada's upbringing was heavily influenced by her father, Lord Byron, the famous poet, and her mother, Lady Anne Isabella Milbank, a mathematician. Despite her parents' turbulent relationship, Ada's mother ensured that she received an excellent education in mathematics and science, a rarity for women in those times. So usually women were the poets and men were the scientific mathematical brain. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of neat already. Ada's fascination with numbers and machines developed at an early age. At the age of 19, she was married to an aristocrat, William King. When King was made Earl of Lovelace in 1838, his Ada became Lady Ada King, Countess of Lovelace. She is generally called Ada Lovelace, which is a little incorrect, but saves confusion. She had three children. In 1833, Lovelace's mentor and scientist named Mary Somerville introduced her to Charles Babbage. Her interest intensified when she met Charles Babbage, a mathematical and inventor who is often called the father of the computer. Babbage was working on a revolutionary concept called the analytical engine, a mechanical general purpose computer that was far ahead of its time. Charles Babbage and Ada Lovelace both had somewhat unconventional personalities and became close lifelong friends. Babbage described her as, quote, that enchantress who has thrown her mathematical spell around the most abstract of sciences and has grasped it with a force which few masculine intellects could have exerted over it, unquote, which is a hell of a something to say about a woman, mm-hmm. saying that she was smarter than men. <laughs> or another occasion, he called her, quote, the enchantress of numbers, unquote. Babbage's ideas captivated Ada, and she soon began collaborating with him on the analytical engine. Her extraordinary insights and analytical skills allowed her to envision the full potential of a groundbreaking machine. 
But Ada went a step further. She realized that the analytical engine could do more than just calculations. It had the potential to manipulate symbols, making it capable of performing tasks beyond mathematics. Ada's pivotal contribution came in the form of extensive notes she wrote while translating an article about Babbage's machine. These notes included an algorithm that could be implemented in the analytical engine to compute Bernoulli numbers, an algorithm many considered the first computer program ever created. What made Ada's work truly remarkable was her foresight. While Babbage himself primarily saw the analytical engine as a calculator, Ada envisioned its potential for much more. She saw it could be used to compose music, create art, and even produce complex scientific simulations. But Ada's achievements did not stop there. She recognized the significance of machines in extending human creativity and intelligence. In her notes, she wrote extensively about the relationship between machines and humans, discussing the idea that computers could go beyond more calculation, uh, beyond mere calculation, and aid in solving complex problems. Unfortunately, Ada Lovelace's visionary ideas were largely overlooked during her lifetime, and the analytical engine itself never came to fruition. But her work laid the foundation for the future of computing, serving an inspiration for generations of scientists and engineers. Lovelace's contributions to the field of computer science were not discovered until the 1950s. Her notes were reintroduced to the world of B.V. Bowden, who republished them in Faster Than Thought, a symposium on digital computing machines in 1953. Since then, Ada has received many posthumously honors for her work. In 1980, the U.S. Department of Defense named a newly developed computer language Ada after Ada Lovelace. Ada Lovelace died probably of uterine cancer at the age of 36 on November 27, 1852. Her health had deteriorated after she completed her work on the analytical engine and she had suffered a variety of illnesses. She was in pain for several years and was given opiates by her physician to help her cope with it. She also drank considerable amounts of alcohol during her moods. So back in those times, laudanum was an opiate and they would add that to alcohol, which was a lethal combination, mm -hmm. you know. And they would say it was their tea or their lemonade or whatever. So they, so women could get around drinking these things without having to say they're drinking it so who knows what she what all she put it in it was such it was a liquid form today ada lovelace is celebrated as a pioneer in the field of computer science her contributions and insights continue to shape our modern world we can see traces of her ideas in every line of code every algorithm and every program running on the computers we use today as we look back at Ada Lovelace's remarkable journey, we're reminded of the power of imagination, perseverance, and the unwavering belief that one person can truly change the world. Ada's legacy serves as a reminder that there are no boundaries to what we can achieve when we dare to dream and push the boundaries of human knowledge. Today's story, in my opinion, plays tribute to Ada because most of this story was written by AI. I used ChatGTP 
to help me research and write today's episode. Normally, I use many websites and newspaper articles to research and write our episodes, but I wanted to show how Ada was so right about the possibilities of an analytical engine, only we call it a computer. As we all know, a computer can be anything from a laptop, desktop, or smartphone. If only she could have seen what the world would become in the fields of science and mathematics. It's pretty cool, right? Yes, very cool story. I, most of the story was written by an AI, artificial intelligence, but I read through and edited and that kind of thing just to kind of make it more my, my voice. But most of the, the wording is, is come from a, a chat GTP, mm-hmm. which proof she was right <laughs> that machine and humans could work together to make life simpler. Yeah. And it's, it was a woman, <laughs> you know, like women were such underestimated and underutilized people in the 1718, even 1900s. You know, we were just, women were just baby making machines. We didn't have a brain. We didn't have a, an intelligent thought. That's here in the United States. Yeah. Evidently, it was different in London. Well, if you are around the right people mm-hmm. who appreciate it. Right. Just like she grew up yes. in the environment that her mother gave her because her mother was a science scientist and a mathematician as well. So she already knew people who could appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And from... Further research that I did, her father left her when she was little. Mm. He couldn't handle the fighting with his wife. It was just too much for him. And he was a sensitive person. He was a poet. Oh, yeah. And so he couldn't handle it, so he left. And there for a long time, Ada resented her dad. You left her, but you also left me. Yeah. Well, as she grew older and she looked back on how things probably were, she realized that it, it took both parents to make that happen. Yeah. And she knew her mother was kind of hard to get along with. Her mother taught her a lot of stuff. Her, yeah. Yeah. Um, there is an Ada Lovelace Day that happens around her birthday. At December is the, her birth month. So that's how I came across this was because the Google Doodles, mm. and I was like, who's this? And so you, you can open up the Google Doodle, and sometimes it'll take you to a Wikipedia page, or it'll take you to a video that someone doodled, or whatever, and it said the first computer programmer. It was like, she's dressed like 1800s, so how does that make sense? And so I was doing research on her, I'm like, she's pretty, pretty cool. I like that Lovelace isn't even her last name. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just what she was called because she was Countess Lovelace. And her, you know, she just, that was what she was called. I think it's pretty neat. So my, my research material can be found in the show notes. And, of course, I have to pay tribute to Chat GTP. Yes. Because it just... Drives home, she was right. This analytical machine could do more 
than what anyone had ever dreamed of at that time. I have a say what? You want to hear it? Yes. Okay. So today's say what comes from an NPR online article, and it's from June 26th, 2023. It says, meet Scooter, the winner of this year's World's Ugliest Dog Contest. <laughs> Scooter isn't what, what many would call a con conventional beauty. The seven-year-old Chinese crested dog was revered uh, with reversed hind legs, is nearly bald for <laughs> a shock of white wispy hairs. <laughs> But it's those kinds of peculiarities that endured this pooch to judges at the world's ugliest dog contest in Petaluma, California, where he took home the grand prize on Friday. Scooter's pink wayward tongue may be drooping from his mouth. The contest's title, however, is meant to be a tongue-in-cheek. The nearly 50-year-old event is held to show that these dogs are uniquely beautiful by celebrating the quote imperfections that might make all dogs special unquote and to advocate for adoption from the second he hits his hairless body booty <laughs> and backward legs on your lap you feel his warm huggable power and change the meaning of the word ugly said nbc host gaddy schwartz one of the competition's judges in an interview with today Catherine long Another judge told the New York Times, quote, in the cutest way possible, he kind of reminds me of a hairy hippopotamus, unquote. Scooter now celebrated for his peculiarities once faced death of his own deformity. He was born with two deformed hind legs that hindered his ability to walk, according to his biography on the contest's website. As a new puppy, Scooter was saved by a volunteer from the Saving Animals from Euthanasia, also called SAFE, rescue group after a breeder brought him into animal control in Tucson, Arizona. Quote, he knew that this pup might have a chance at find, finding a good home and a fairly normal life with the support of our rescue group, unquote, the biography said. Linda Elmquist adopted Scooter even seven months ago from a man with the rescue group report, reported today. When the seven-year-old gets tired from navigating on his front feet, he props himself up on his butt, which he uses as a tripod, according to his bio. Scooter recently got a new chart, a new cart to help with his mobility. He's now able to zoom around the park like the other dogs and welcomes any outstretched hand. When he wheels off, Scooter can do what most dogs can't walk while balancing on his two front legs. <laughs> this dog is so ugly, he's cute. You just want to pick him up and rub his big ears. <laughs> I will definitely post his photo on our socials so that way everyone can see how cute he really is. <laughs> I would love him. I, I couldn't. I wouldn't have let him stay at that euthanasia place. I would have to take him home with me. He is one unusual dog. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. You have any other thoughts, Mama? No, uh, this is a good uh, I eat a love letter.
story. Yep. It's just too bad she died at such a young age. Who knows what else she could have dreamt of. If there's nothing else, please remember to leave us a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Amazon Music. May your breakfast be hot and your coffee strong. Bye! Bye.